Our podcast inspires, entertains, educates, and encourages young Catholics in living the Catholic faith in these modern times. In each episode, we present topics on issues and stories in our societies affecting the Catholic youth and the Catholic faith. So join us every week as we feature interviews of experts in Catholic faith. Stay tuned and welcome to the show. Your show, Your Catholic Voices. Thank you. Welcome back. It's still your show, Young Catholic Voices, and with me in the studio are Mabel, Marsha, and Solomon. Hi. And we're still discussing Hi. Exodus of the Youth from the Catholic Faith. And um, so far, so good. It's been interesting. It's been wonderful. If you're just joining us, I will say you've missed a lot. But still hanging there, you can still get one or two things from us, and you'll be able to apply it to your daily living. And on this show, we'll be taking Saints of the Day. Masha, which saint are we having for the day? Saint Aloysius. Wow, that's wonderful. I know I've heard so many people talk about Aloysius. I really don't know much about him. Could you do us a favor? Let's know more about Saint Aloysius. Saint Aloysius Gonzaga was, Gonzaga. was born Lugi Gonzaga on March 9th, 1568 in Castellion de la Severe. Hmm. Northern Italy, between Brescia and Montava. His father was a famous conductor, a mercenary soldier. St. Aloysius received military training, but his father also provided him with an excellent classical education, sending him and his brother Rodolfo to Florence to study while serving at the court of Florence the Medici. In Florence, St. Aloysius found his life turned upside down when he became ill with a kidney disease. And during his recovery, he devoted himself to prayer and the study of the lives of the saints. At the age of 12, he returned to his father's castle, where he met the great saint and cardinal Charles Borromeo. Aloysius had not yet received his first communion, so the cardinal administered it to him. Shortly thereafter, St. Aloysius conceived the idea of joining the Jesuits and becoming a missionary. His father was adamantly opposed to the idea, both because he wanted his son to follow in his footsteps as a conductor, and because by becoming a Jesuit, Aloysius would give up all his rights to inheritance. When it became clear that the boy was intent on becoming a priest, his family tried to convince him to become a secular priest and later a bishop so that he could receive his inheritance. St. Aloysius, however, was not to be swayed, and his father finally relented. At the age of 17, he, accept, he was accepted into the Jesuit novitiate in Rome. And at 19, he took the vows of chastity, poverty, and obedience. While he was ordained a deacon at the age of 20, he never became a priest. In 1590, St. Aloysius, suffering from his kidney problems and other ailments, received a vision of the archangel Gabriel, who told him that he would die within a year. When a plague broke out in Rome in 
1591, Saint Aloysius volunteered to work with plague victims and he contracted the disease in March. He received the sacrament of the anointing of the sick and recovered. But in another vision, he was told he would die on June 21, the octave, the octave day of the feast of Corpus Christi that year. His confessor, Saint Robert Cardinal Balmer, administered last rites and Saint Aloysius died shortly before midnight. Past legend has it that St. Aloysius' first words were the holy names of Jesus and Mary, and his last words was holy name of Jesus. In his short life, he burned brightly for Christ, which is why Pope Benedict XIII named him the patron saint of youth at his canonization on December 31st, 1726. Wow, that was wonderful. Something strikes me while you were giving us his biography, and he said he would die at the age of, you know, June 21. How will we feel if <laughs> our an angel comes up and says, Hey, you're lucky, you are dying June 21? On my birthday. Yeah, you understand? How, On my will you, how will you feel? How? How does it correlate? Because I really don't understand. Because at times you think about these people and you take a look at the kind of life they lived, they lived shortly. And at times, most of them pray for something to happen, the name, happen to them in the name of Christ so that they can have that satisfaction, and that gratification. To especially early, that, to exactly, early. especially St. Rita when she was praying for this stigmata, uh, for this thing to come. Yes. Because I can't imagine someone waking up in the morning and you're sitting down in front of the crucifix and you're saying, Lord, just one of the tongues of this Loki, your crown. That's why that we're talking about saints who not being a sit-down look activity. You get. You get. At times, their desires are abnormal. Abnormal. Yeah. You get. And if yeah. you much more than that, then at the age of twenties, thirties, not even living up to that. Except for, they don't get exactly. Prime. Except for Mother Teresa. Because that actually she, grew, you know... Her own case is exceptional. Yes, because, because of the humanitarian services, services she yes. rendered. So at times I wonder how these people just very youthful age and all of a sudden they just go. Lucky. Hmm. That's God for you. It's wonderful. Lucky. Seriously. It's yeah. Serious. Well, we still your show, Young Catholic Voices, and we're still continuing with the show, and we're still discussing exodus of the youth from the Catholic faith. So far, so good. Some ex-Catholics claim that the church is not doing enough to provide economic opportunities for youth unlike other Christian denominations who provide material relief as well as their spiritual need of their members. Should it be the basis of youth or of someone in the right frame of mind leaving the church because you are not giving economic opportunities and you are not providing other spiritual because spiritual needs in several times in several times define so many things about the person so the question is why will spiritual need knowing fully well that the church is enriched and blessed with so much different novenas and programs in place and yet some people are still claiming that they don't have enough economic opportunities and spiritual needs how does this Sally, how does it pally? Do we say that is enough reason for them to actually leave the Catholic Church? Yeah. In my first response to the question I asked earlier, I mentioned when there is a need, they tend to Don't leave. Move. Yes. Now, when I mentioned need, uh, maybe I was seeing need as material. Okay. Need, it encompasses a whole lot. Love. 
it could be your spiritual need okay. it could be your material need or economic what else or yes yeah. that's what i mean so in this case now people tend to want to live because their needs are not provided yes, searching. searching keep searching and the fact is that the church has tried in its own fair to answer all these needs no it's not that we are limited youth. in resources at times most youths it has nothing to do with mm-hmm. because the church has it in abundance. Yes. The church has everything. The church has lived 2,000 years yes, for God's more than, sake. More than. So the life we are trying to even fit in has been researched. It has been researched and the uh, solutions have been preferred. It's just for us to, tip, to tap into the ones that we fit in. Take okay. for instance, we have the Lady, the Youth Council, okay. we have the YCCA, we have the Red Cross. All these things are organizations in which you can, you can fit in and work well hmm. as a youth. You could be a kind of person that loves humanitarian services. services. The, youth is, uh, the, the Red, Red Cross. Cross is there. We have uh, the, those that love the social aspects. Okay. The Boys uh, uh, Brigade is there. Not social, unquote, but it's curtailed, sure. kind of. Okay. Yes, they are all there. We are talking about a, a legion of Mary. If you had this uh, spiritual, spiritual type, the Spirit legion of Mary there. The block rosary is there. <laughs> yeah. You have your, 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 line your, of, your, your, your kind of coats or your attire is there in the Catholic Church. It's just for you to identify, identify yourself. The, brand, yeah, it's the charismatic is there. Yeah. Yes. But it's just, we are just, the youths many at times are not devoting time and being lazy. Hmm. And also, faith formation, like Mabel said, sure. the parents that are even both Catholics are not checkmating their children. Hmm. I know while I was growing up, it's just an exception to the, to the rule. My parents were not Catholics. My mom came in by, uh, to become a Catholic by marriage. Mm. My father went to Catholic school. So it's not really a Catholic. But when my mom came into the Catholic church, she said, this is where I want to belong. But it, uh, 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 and the, the, my formation was just for me to attend mass on a Sunday and come back. But I took an extra step because my spirituality lies somewhere and I detected it early. I okay. fought for it. Mm. So the fact is just that Parents should be able to monitor their children. Guides. Because, yes, monitor and okay. guide. Yes. Because mass media, as it it's were, is taking... The, you can have a, ch- a child of one year is having a tablet. Hmm. What are in that tablet? Cartoon. 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 And they are so very much engaged with it. So and you much will not so instill, You will not instill cartoon that has to do with the church, church, church uh, things. Or that has Bible to do with religious yes. stories. You won't do that. Because when I was growing up, there's a Bible that has this uh, pictorial, pictorial Bible. Adam you, and Eve, the, my storybook Bible exactly. that displays the pictures and everything. But take, if you take analysis of most homes with children between the ages of 4 to 15, they don't have anything that has to do with even the rosary. Hmm. So why won't they fall off? Hmm. Hmm. Because their formation is not grounded. Yeah. Hmm. Their, their formation is not grounded. And, and, yes. and when they start picking up, they see that it, their yeah. life is already lived before they, they get, get there. So when they are faced with all these challenges, they don't know how to manage it. And, and before you know it, they are out. Off. And you will tell, some of them will tell you, ah, 
This one that you spent so many years in this church, that means they should have given you Reverend Mother this. You begin to, they'll be adding titles. Is it my years that they are conferring? They forget the fact that you are speaking, you are serving, you are going to the Catholic faith to serve a spiritual being, God Himself. So you don't give God a time frame. For He's things the, to happen. For things to happen. You should understand the fact that you are serving God because he made you. Hmm. And your essence is to love him and serve him as the catechism has taught yes. us. With yes. your whole life. Ah. With everything. So, and the best time to serve God is during yes. while you are young, young and strong and agile. You can't serve God when you are old because by then every strength you, not that you can't serve God, mm-hmm. but it cannot be like it's in the Bible. Yeah, yeah, it cannot yeah, be like. Exactly. It cannot be like. You will. You need to serve God when you are still vibrant. You you deposit everything because that was what will sustain you in your old mm. age, because you are defined already at that time. But when you are at that young, you don't have. You you are not strong. You are not rooted in anything. Even the rosary, you can't say perfectly well. Who is fooling who? 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 So we keep asking. You keep telling yourselves i want my child did not do this but you did not instill the right thing at the right, right time yes then you expect it to happen at the snap of your finger Just like who that. does that when, when it's not, not magic when you're not thanos so i need us to understand the fact that everything about god is a process hmm. yeah and it yes. begins from birth yes whether you joined the catholic faith as a baby or as an adult whichever time you you are in the faith you should follow it and be consistent Stance. with it and that is the only way you can understand the essence, which is God. Understanding the essence, which is God, and consistency with your faith. Whether you like it or not, God is there. And he knows what you're going through. Even the Bible says this. Even when you are going through difficult times, he knows and he sees all things. Which moves me to the next question. Um, Mabel, um, Solomon, sorry. Do you think that the church is doing enough to address this challenge? That Master has spoken and extracted so far, so good. And what other measures can the church undertake to engage and retain the youths of the church so that we don't continue to face this exodus basely on all these flimsy excuses that we're hearing and people are going through because I don't have a job because of this, because of time frame. We have figured out in our mind that we are giving to God that this thing must happen at this particular time. And if it's not happening, that means God, I am looking for it elsewhere. Knowing fully well that woman means are infatigable. Solomon, what's your take on it? Yes, thank you, Loki. Um, of course, the church has done a lot. The church, the church is still doing so much to address the challenges of youth leaving the church and also other uh, groups of uh, Catholics leaving the church. However, the church can do more. I believe there is more to be done. You know, uh, the church has tried in uh, organizing programs, youth-oriented uh, programs, that we engage them that we inspire them and encourage them in the Catholic faith. Programs like in, in Lagos Art Diocese, we have programs like um, Singles Day with the Cardinal. You know, those are one uh, some of the programs that the church is trying to use to encourage youth. And to bring uh, them together. Uh, bring them together. There are so many other programs. Uh, youth Mass, you know, there are many other things like that. Uh, YCW, y- uh, CYAA, they organize programs for themselves. Those youth societies you know they come together organize beach parties you know 
to socialize, to talk to one another. How and you see, in exactly. yes, outdoor function in the legion. To legionaries, we understand that Even very well. Even this year too, still yes. organizing something. All, all like those kind too. of things, and you'll be so surprised that those functions, those um, gatherings, are not just social entirely. Okay. There are some spiritual aspects to, to it, it that the church tries to infuse in it. You know, like the Singles Day with the Cardinal, there are some spiritual aspects in it. And we discovered that a lot of marriages has arise due to all those um, activities, all those programs. You know, um, uh, we, we've seen so many couples get together, get to know themselves from those uh, social gatherings, mm-hmm. and it has encouraged to get married and some has even gotten to know their spouse and they are married today yeah because yeah. i know of a couple who said they got to meet each other at the presidium function and they got married and today whenever presidium function is around they yeah. usually they come they are always there always and presence. the guy will tell me i met my wife yeah. during this it's function special. and that yeah. is why whenever the legion of marriage celebrate, they will always be there together you always see them i'll tell you they are grateful for that platform to for God to make them to meet and actually, you know, yeah, which led to, you know, marriage, the marriage. what we are talking about. Today. Of course. So, you see, um, Catholics do not have any excuse in the aspect of the church providing that need, the need of a marital partner. If it's that, the church has been organizing so many programs to engage Catholics, to encourage them to get to know themselves. Okay. So, there are many other things that I believe the church can do. I believe one of, one of the aspects in which um, our Pentecostal brothers actually uh, do a lot is they try to encourage people in the aspect of job opportunities. Okay. And I know other that, Christians. yes, other Christians, they do that. And I believe the Catholic Church can also do that for our youth. The Catholic Church is currently doing that and in many areas, but um, many people are not noticing it. But I think we have to uh, broadcast it out. We need a very good communication Way Network. Of yes. Me, I know yes. of one. I know Medium. of one. Okay, let me mention it. I know the owner of Airpiece happens to be a member of St. Ferdinand Catholic Church back in those days while Fadoki was still the parish priest. Until today, if you take a look at majority of those who are employed are Catholics. Most of them, if you go to the airport and you ask them, they are Catholics. First and foremost, it gives priority to Catholics first before any other ones, before you consider them. So I know that there are some, uh, you know, companies that first and foremost, even some churches do announce vacancies yes. on their bulletins. Yeah. That if you're a graduate and you have this and you have that, submit your CV it's through, even, hey, even through the even parish office. Go there, submit your applications. Once the CEOs of this company comes together, or some of the parish, yeah, parish priests, have direct contacts to these CEOs. All they do is they will tell you, I have a number of CVs in my office, come and pick them and I can guarantee them. So they forward them to these people and they get employed too, directly or indirectly. So if they're saying it's because of the job opportunities that they're living, for me, I think it's not enough because I know some parishes do list vacancies of different companies on their bulletins on a weekly basis. So for okay. me, I really yeah. don't see it. Thank so. you, Lucky. So as I was saying, a lot of parishes are doing a lot. I can remember my former parish priest in St. Ferdinand's father, Mike Etekpo, was a very, very um, vibrant uh, youth uh, coordinator. He actually encouraged youths in uh, pursuing their dreams, in doing so many things. Like he encouraged uh, some of us to go into uh, <clears throat> our passion, which is ICT, encouraged ICT in the church, and so many youths from there picked up and became very 
good uh, people in the ICT sector. I know a, a number of youths in that church who can attest to the fact that Father Mike Etekpo was an uh, was very instrumental in uh, yeah, new yes new exactly in their career. I know so so many people working in Airtel, working in InterSwitch, working in big companies who have been encouraged by Father Mike. Father Mike first gave them tasks to do. You understand? Encourage them with projects, small projects in the church, ICT projects, and that's really um, uh, yeah, exactly interest. their interest. So yeah, like I said, many parish priests can also lash on the, on that onto that and uh, encourage the youth in their parish. Thank you. Well, so far so good. Uh, it's been fun, and we're learning and moving on. Um, I have met some couple of parents, you know, complaining about Catholic schools. Sunday school that it isn't enough teaching, you know, teaching the core of the doctrines of the faith. On the other hand, Sunday school teachers will complain that parents are not modeling the faith for their children at home. What are the roles of parents and catechists in this formation of faith? Knowing fully well that the parents are the first catechists of these children before while they are growing up and they are teaching their basic first lessons that they learn out of life or before they start saying one two a daddy mommy comes for the parents what is the formation of it between the parents and the casket formation maybe all right i would say um this is a very good uh, medium to actually reach out to a large number of um, parents out there uh, because i believe that we 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 align to what we hear more than um, to what we perceive is real okay now the church has designed a medium by which children are educated and this is cut cases and presently our archdiocese we are undergoing what we call antioch school for cut okay Okay. so if you are a cut case in lagos archdiocese presently we are undergoing i have undergone that cut i've been certified i'm a certified cut case wow so it doesn't have to do with any age difference difference so long as there is an interest for you to teach the church teaches you how to To teach teach and disseminate yes disseminate the catholic faith Faith. because we are the custodians of of the the faith. faith now when a child is being brought into the catechism class it is the work of the catechist to understudy this child and teach this child the faith. Okay. Now, this faith is not different from what the parents have okay. or what the parents had. Oh. It is the same catechism over and over, over again. again. And that is why you can hear a priest come to the mass while he is giving his homily. He can ask a question and is expecting a chorus answer, answer. because it they is a unified knowledge. Exactly. You understand? Yes. So it's not something that you will come and you begin to imagine. But with the trend of um, knowledge and um, capacity we have now, different children understand differently. Hmm. Okay? And um, psychology has introduced different modes of um, teaching. teaching. So a lot of children are peculiar in their own learning system. Some learn with vision, okay. some learn by hearing, okay. some learn by participating. Vision. So the church also has moved to that angle. That direction. You understand? The church now is also teaching in that perspective, how you understand. Now you come to classes, it is no longer the recitation, kind repetition. The way we used, you to, used to learn. Why did God made you? Well, you cram, you know. Now you, drop c- it. Yeah, now you can actually see a pictorial 
representations. Petition. You know, you see um, um, teaching aids. aids. They teach with, um, what is it called? Markables, Markables visuals, or the visuals. Yes, and the rest. And so make it easy yeah, for them for to children assimilate. children to understand. So the church has not been um, in hiding when it comes to teaching the faith. But the issue now is that many parents are not handing on the faith. Hmm. You see these parents we are talking about, they are not handing on the faith. A situation where you will give a child an assignment to go home and do. And when the child comes back, you report to you that um, is a wishy-washy. No, no. Um, we are busy. Busy doing what? Uh, my mommy sent me on errand. My daddy did this. But you were able to follow on, on the um, Telemundo. Mundo. Did you watch the last episode? He said, Auntie! Ah, <laughs> Z-World. Auntie, let me tell you the parts that interest me most. But you had the opportunity to watch this. You couldn't do your assignment. assignment. Did you do your assignment in school? Yes. Did you score? Yes, I had a good score. What's your score like? They give you average. But when it comes to doing their catechetical assignments, they're lacking behind. They lag behind because for them it doesn't count. Hmm. You understand? So we have to really look into that aspect of the faith formation. Hmm. The parents are supposed to follow, even if you're not a Catholic, and you and your husband or you and your wife have chosen the Catholic faith as your faith. It's your responsibility to hand it on to the children. It's your responsibility to hand it out to the children for a better continuity of the Catholic faith. So that when our parents are gone, we'll continue to keep the flag flying. It's been wonderful having you guys on the show. Sincerely, I must appreciate you guys. You guys are wonderful. You're beautiful. You're sweet for your time and patience. Even though, you know, COVID-19 is still there. We are still struggling to find our feet. And yet... We're still finding time to do this. I really appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for coming on today's show. Maybe I really thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Solomon, the man with 100 concubines. <laughs> thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you so much. Masha, I really thank you for your time and attention. I out of finding time out of no your busy schedule to be here. I really appreciate. Thank you very very much. Any last words from you guys before we call it again? Any last words? Yes. For me, I will tell us that serving God is doesn't have a time frame. Hmm. You just have to understand the fact that He is God, and you don't detect for Him. Always, always. He is not limit. He's not limited. Yes, he yeah. is limitless, hmm. and you don't condition Him to do what you to want. do what you feel At a particular or time. want, hmm. and how you want it. He is God, so give him his rights. Let him do his thing the way he, he wants, wants it, because his, his, his ways is the best. Thank you. Yes, Thank, you. Thank you, his ways are the best. Solomon. All right, yes, we must understand that as Christians, we worship God in spirit. As Catholics, specifically, we worship God in spirit and in truth. It doesn't matter where we worship, but... As Catholics, we should realize that the church actually has the fullness of mm. salvation. Mm. Fullness. The Catholic church encompasses the fullness of salvation. We have all the things, all the channels. Or what it takes. Of graces. Remember our mother Mary. She's the matrix of, of all, all graces. graces. We have all the saints. We have so many things, that, that many avenues that uh, can help us grow spiritually. And help us succeed 
in our life here on earth. So it's not by looking for miracle in Sokoto. When in your Sokoto, you already have uh, miracle. miracles, like, abundance of miracles. <laughs> there, it's not by seeking a job in Aso Rock or contract in Aso Rock, whereby when you can create a job. When you exactly. can create a job right here. So thank you very much. Mabel, thank you, Solomon, for that. Mabel, any last words? Yeah, my last words are handing on the freight is a collective responsibility from the parents onto the children and then from the church onto the um, Catholics. Every one of us, in fact, raising up children in the Catholic faith is something that nobody, when I say nobody, starting from those who are heading various um, devotional societies onto those who are managing children in cat cases. It is the responsibility given to us by God. It's not a, 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 a it's not something that is exceptional to a particular group of people. Anywhere you see an erring child, you can correct with love. You can educate. You can channel. When you see a child wanting to pray, you can teach them how to pray with the sign of the cross. So these measures, you know, collectively we build our Catholic faith. Thank collectively we will build our catholic faith from mabel it's been nice having you on the show thanks for joining us on this week's on young catholic voices make sure you follow us on our social media channels facebook twitter and instagram also visit our website on www.youngcatholicvoices.org you can subscribe to full to the show on itunes google podcast or via rss so you will never miss a show while you're at it if you found value in this show, we appreciate a rating and comments on iTunes slash Google Podcast. And if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that will help us too. And from me, from your boy Lucky, aka John Paul, I say thank you for joining us on the show. It's been wonderful. Whatever the mind can conceive and believe, believe it can achieve. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Welcome to Young Catholic Voices.